Welcome to Indie Music Live. This is episode 201. We passed that 200 threshold last week, and boy, did it feel good. And then we got stuck in our house for a week. So tonight we're checking out a uh, free submission off the website uh, by the name of Wark. The guy's name is Mark, and he just kind of flipped the M and put it onto a W. So that's how that came about with his song, Tidal Wave. Cool tune. We also have featured artists tonight. Peter from the Sons of Silver, also hanging out with us. We'll be talking to him in just a few minutes. And then also a brand new review on the website, Gary Burke Third, with his uh, country sort of pop mix of uh, his song, You Got Me. And then Mr. Blake G, formerly known as Gaz the Rapper, which is how yeah. I met him, Mr. Freestyle himself, and David Werba. How you gentlemen doing? Are you uh, surviving okay, washing your hands, and uh, still, yeah. you know, having bowel Good, movements? Man. Yeah, doing my 20-second wash. Making sure I do that. Yep. I like to do like the Marilyn Monroe, like happy birthday <laughs> to me. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> What's up, Blake? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Just been taking advantage of this time at home to work on the EP that I got coming out in May and just kind of tie up some loose ends and uh, try and maintain my sanity by freestyling. So that's are you still I'm doing any periscopes or what are you doing any of that freestyle stuff still? I don't I don't really get on periscope anymore, but yeah, I periscope every now and then. I've been doing the Instagram live more, and I've noticed that with people being inside, the Instagram live has been like super, super active, especially like yeah. a lot of big rappers and just music artists and producers in general have been doing like the dual live because on Instagram you can do like the dual, like two people split screen thing. So I've been leveraging that a little bit. It's been pretty cool. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, Dave, there's a bunch the, of like uh, pro athletes doing the same on? thing. Yeah, they're like pro athletes are interviewing each other on instagram and just like <laughs> like filling the void of uh no sports yeah kind of, there's all, all these interesting a lot a lot of a lot of musicians and artists going live on facebook just kind of corona palooza man yeah just corona palooza like that's yeah. why i tagged it yeah i've been trying to share i've shared a couple of videos of people that we work with you know like adam johnson was one of them uh he was doing a live one and i've been using that hashtag hashtag corona palooza so it's like people remembered that all of a sudden they remembered that facebook live and all that stuff was there so they can play it's amazing how many people are doing it so anyway let's get the show started work let's check out some work i don't even know is that how you say that work yeah I think like so. i'm going to work man no okay let's check out tidal wave <laughs> we'll be right back Yeah. 
Indie Music Live episode 201. That was Wark with Tidal Wave. Free submission off the website. You can uh, submit your music for free as well on indiemusicplus.com slash submit dash music. Um, yeah, so I really like this video. It's like totally 80s feel, but like, you know, new style, um, but very artsy fartsy. Uh, I like the song. I don't know. What do you dudes think? Blake, what do you think, man? I like the visual. I got kind of like a like a take on me kind of vibe. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh-huh. with the animation. It's very cool. Uh, I really like the main guitar lick. It's kind of catchy, upbeat. It's definitely my style. Um, I like the vocal melodies, but I feel like the vocal delivery was a little bit soft. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Um, yeah, his. I think his deliver delivery was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little too relaxed. I, I I don't know if that makes sense. It, it was just very relaxed, and maybe that's just his style, but. I was thinking of uh, Elvis Costello again, just be, I, I don't know what you'd call it now, like new, new, new wave or something, but, but like Elvis Costello kind of had those 1950s elements in his music and just kind of modernized it. And to me, this is kind of like taking over the reign on that. I, I know we've had a few artists that kind of fall into this um, style, you know, like I, I can't remember the name of the band, but I compared them to fastball which was another uh, type of band that kind of, it's kind of in that range. It just has these, like, I hear these elements going back, you know, a few decades and they just kind of modernize it and make it cool, even though it's simplistic. But I, I really, I really liked it though. It was a good tune. Dave, you've been drinking. You're slurring your words, man. Yeah. I, I have, um, <laughs> I have a mint in my mouth. It's like, a mint. That's what it is. It's getting in the way. Oh bro. man. No chewing gum during the broadcast. Okay. So, uh, DM's in the house. How you doing? Haven't seen you in a while. Duke Paul, a couple people hanging out with us tonight. We're live on YouTube, and I'll be posting this to Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere else tomorrow some point. Uh, after I get up, you know, go around the house a little bit, you know, make sure I don't have coronavirus or anything like that. So, uh, we're going to bring in our featured artist tonight. We have a, a band uh, by the name of Sons of Silver, a new band. With, they have a single out called World on Fire. And we're hanging out with Mr. Peter from uh, California, LA area. And uh, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Thanks for being here and showing up on time and uh, being Thanks nice. For having and, me. You know, knowing how to speak well, English and all that stuff. No. <laughs> I, I do. I do my best. You know, it's, it's, nice. uh, I- practice every day a little bit you know five minutes a day on the english yeah, part that's good i'll that yeah. get you somewhere so uh this is kind of when i give the featured artists an opportunity to just sort of you know if i was walking down the street and i ran into you and you're like hey man i play in a band and i'd be like oh wow what do you guys like just uh tell me a little bit about sons of silver and your song world on fire we'll check it out and then we'll come back and get deeper with dave well first of all if you were in los angeles and you said hey man i play in a band everyone would just <laughs> walk up by it and be like yeah you think that's special but, uh, you know, the only thing less special, I guess, would be an actor or an actress. But nonetheless, no, we're we're a rock band from Los Angeles. We've been uh, we've been together under Sons of Silver just about a year now. Uh, we were working together under our previous name, which is Pete RG, RG being short for my last name, Argeropolis, as a singer songwriter band, kind of, you know, indie folk in a way. Um, but along the way, we, you know, we went, went back to our roots, which is rock and roll. And uh, and we became a rock band that we are now and uh you know we have a, a distribution deal through universal they're coming out with their first ep cool. in uh in june got got pushed back from may to june because of the uh 
unfortunate situation with coronavirus. But, uh, you know, you can find us on all the typical places uh, on the web. Just Google Sons of Silver. We're at sonsofsilver.com, Facebook Sons of Silver, uh, Instagram Sons of Silver Band. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're basically just sort of a, you know, I want to say an updated rock and roll band. We borrow a lot from the past, going all the way back to the Zeppelin, the Stones, you know, Radiohead. And we sort of make it our own modern thing. And we uh, we track, we record everything ourselves in our own studio, which is where I'm Sweet. located today. Uh, my my wife, Brina, uh, is, who is the keyboardist in the band, is also our audio engineer. She's, uh, you know, tracks yeah. everything, mixes it. In fact, she's in the other room right now mixing uh, a new single. And, uh, you know, I could go on and on because I'm good at talking about myself. Well, you're going to get a chance to, especially with Dave. Dave's going to talk oh, to you. Yeah. We're going to have a good time with you, too, when we come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check out World on, uh, World on Fire, Sons of Silver. Let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be right back. Go wash your hands. genres going on in that music right there i wasn't hearing the bands that you mentioned i was actually hearing like jet and the strokes maybe a touch of maroon five just for the jazzy elements uh -huh. and even like ozzy osbourne with you know in, in certain parts i don't know if that was an influence but uh, yeah okay yeah, yeah, no, go, go ahead go ahead uh, no i i i uh it's it's funny so actually jet jet's probably pretty good uh a pretty good uh, reference in the sense that i i actually don't really listen to jet and that's not a knock on them but uh, our, our guitarist, Kevin, listens to them a lot. And, and uh, our keyboardist slash engineer, my wife, Brina, who I mentioned, she listens to them quite a bit as well and actually uses their stuff for referencing, you know, our mixes. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, like it's that really dry guitar, you know, total lack yeah. of reverb. And, the, and he, he kind of, I mean, that defines the sound in many ways. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a guitarist, so maybe I'm a little biased, but, but that's no, what I hear. You're, you're not biased. If you're a guitarist, you're just, 
you just write. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, come on. So here's an interesting question here, man. I was kind of reading through the bio, read a couple articles about you guys and uh, very impressive. Don't believe any of it. Don't no, believe man. any of it. No, we, no. We, it's... Yeah, we, we make it all up. We just sit in our underwear in our closets and make it all up. <laughs> we don't even know each other. Well, it's an impressive lineup of uh, musicians. So uh, first of all, like, like Dave Cruson, he was the original yeah. drummer for Pearl Jam. So yes. you hear that, it's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, think. I hear no grunge in your sound. It's like, explain. no, you know, it's, it's, it's true. Um, you know, look, it's, first of all, it's an honor to, uh, to be able to work with Dave, have him be such a close friend. I mean, Dave, Dave and I are, all of us are very close in the band. And, uh, you know, how this all came to be is there, there's a lot of serendipity involved. But uh, it, it is interesting because the, you know, the, the prior drummers I had worked with were more straight ahead rock drummers, let's say sort of in the Dave Grohl lineage. Right. And, and when I, you know, first had the opportunity to work with Dave, in fact, it wasn't even working with him, playing with him. It was uh, mixing some of his tracks for another project or two he was working on. I was listening to it and, and the tracks I, I got back weren't quite what I was expecting. I was expecting someone who was a little more, let's say, thunderous as far as the, the manner in which they hit the drums. And, and right. Dave's not like that at all. So fast forward, you know, some time. And when I actually started working with them, I was thrown a little bit because, it, again, I was expecting someone who was going to sort of charge and lead the way, which is what you'd come to expect from most drummers when you're playing, you know, rock and roll for the past, I don't know, however many decades, right? Right and going back before us so he wasn't like that and he was you know sort of leading but following he has a very very light touch you know on the on the uh, bell curve of uh soft to hard he leans much more towards the soft side so so once i adjusted though i was like wow this is pretty amazing what he's doing he's really he's 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 really following the song and he's following the, the melody and the lyrics and and, and the and, and the guitarist, he's following everyone, but he's also leading the way too. He's sort of wearing both those hats. And it was funny because we, we played a bunch of shows at one point and, and I had never really talked to him about it, but my dad came up to me after a show and, and my dad said to me, he goes, you know, your drummer reminds me of a jazz drummer. My dad's a musician as well. And I said, really? I said, what makes you say that? And he said, well, I was just at a jazz concert night before last, famous jazz musician. and." And your drummer plays like the jazz drummer. And this, you know, again, a really famous jazz uh, quartet. So I, I mentioned it to Dave. I said, you know, Dave, my, this is what my dad thought. What do you think about that? And, and he goes, well, you know, I was a jazz drummer for years. I, I learned and started as a jazz drummer. And uh, that's, you know, I learned to follow the melody, follow where the music's going, not pound away and, and be like the freight train that everyone just jumps on. Was, that's interesting I, peep peep just because like i noticed the jazzy elements you know and and then yeah. the guitar adapts to it i'm curious like who like how do they communicate like like uh was it kevin yeah it's kevin holland and uh and dave how do they communicate just in terms of the songwriting process are they like well, playing off each other we're all playing off each other i mean actually that riff was a riff that i came up with you know, in its most oh, rudimentary take form. credit for it. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, I want, I don't want to take credit for everything, <laughs> but 99% of it, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. actually what it is, I gave these guys, I pay them 50 bucks, just put their faces on the box, <laughs> you know, and I sit in my bedroom and I do it all. I mean, isn't that what we all do? Yeah, you know? yeah sure, there man. Was no, sure. There was no John Lennon. It was all Paul McCartney. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Phil, trying to fill the gaps in the story, just going through the bio here. I So you were formerly Pete RG, but right. was it with the same group of musicians? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So what, what's the story? Well, well like, first, why first let me, let me, let me clarify here first. Yeah. No, this was the, going back to that riff. It, it was a riff I came up with in, in a very rudimentary <laughs> form. But yeah, you we better all, explain because they're going to give you hell for it if you don't. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to, oh, wait, I got a text message. I quit. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yes, we were PRG. Basically, uh, Adam and I were in a band together a few years ago called Last December. The band, you know, was, uh, went, we, we, we did our time, you know, and it was a good time, learned a lot, traveled around. Uh, but that came to its end. And, and I started producing after that. And during that time of producing, I was stashing away some songs, finally wanted to start playing them live. And at the encouragement of my wife, who, who is also, again, my, my engineer, uh, she said, why don't you play some shows? So I played a couple of acoustic shows. I was bored playing by myself. So I asked her to join me. She joined me. We were still bored. So I called up Adam. I said, hey, Adam, help me put a band together. And, uh, and, and he, he brought in Dave. Dave brought in he uh, Kevin, Kevin Holland. And uh, we instantly all felt a good chemistry playing together. And obviously with the familiarity we all had knowing each other, because uh, Dave and Adam also play. Um, gotcha. So it's kind of like boxes. a working title, just PRG. Yeah, well, so it was once, a working yeah. title. And they were, what was really happening, they were, they were you know, backing me up for songs that I wrote. So it, they, it instantly took off for us uh, within you know, a matter of a few weeks, we were playing around the US. And we, we suddenly found ourselves doing about 70, 80 shows a year for, mm. for like two years. And during that time, we went from being a singer-songwriter band where I was the front guy bringing the songs to starting to work on songs together to completely writing songs together. And as that happened, uh, this, the, the sound evolved, became a rock band. And it, it, and so it was time to sort of shed the name Pete R.G. and uh, become Sons of Silver. And, and we, we came up with the name Sons of Silver, in fact, because uh, my last name means son of silver or descendant of silver. Argyropoulos means or Argyropoulos. I guess yes. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Argyropoulos. So it, I knew that. Son of silver. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that's how we ended up there. And, uh, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's been a nice transition, especially the writing end of it. Cause, because now um, I don't have to do all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man no it, it's awesome dude it's a really it's a really cool sound so it's sonsofsilver.com that's the website like i said i yeah. encourage people to check it out got all their music media you got a store all the good stuff there um so finally just like this this whole virus situation the great virus of 2020 how has it changed like did it interrupt any type of touring like how how has it affected you personally it hasn't inter interrupted our touring because we weren't supposed to be back on the road until late August. So it hasn't interrupted it yet, but it has interrupted the, the, the confirmations of bookings because everything's up in the air and, and gotcha, you know, yeah. everyone's in that same boat. We, we will go on the road uh, schedule permitting or not should say whatever you call it permitting, you know, um, government permitting virus <laughs> permitting. Um, but uh, you know, as far, the only thing that's really impacted, is that we pushed back uh, our EP release to June. You know, we were thinking April and then we had, we had pushed it to the first week of May, but then uh, 10 days ago, we said, let's just push it to June at, at the suggestion of our, our uh, label. 
Yeah, um, makes sense. You know, so for, fortunately, though, we've been in the studio a lot for the past couple months, um, recording a bunch of new songs. So we're actually using the time to finish those up. All right, Pete, it was awesome hanging out with you tonight, man. Um, oh, thank definitely you. come back if you have new music and, you know, be a be a critic for us, just like Blake. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next tune. Have a great evening. You guys, too. Safe, man. Yeah. Be safe out there. Thank you for the time tonight. Absolutely, man. All right. So we're going to play a tune. What do we got here? Oh, we got You Got Me by Gary Burke the Third. Let's do this, Rob. Hopefully you're ready. Right there. It ain't just the wine talking You can keep me captive without one sip, yeah And the thought of this song stopping Making me pull you in closer like this Wanting you, girl, is all I've been needing I don't want to escape this feeling Cause you got me where you want me by gary burke the third i mean joe and i have had this ongoing discussion about like the country crossover genre for years now we, we've probably talked about it in like 50 shows it seems like um it's, all it's, a, tough th- yeah, it's a tough thing like real like i think joe and i are on the same page and that like we we like old school country like traditional country we respect that it's not like we, you know we listen to it all day but we respect it um the country pop little space, like arena country type of pop. I'm not really into that stuff. So this is kind of falling somewhere close to that because it's getting into rock, but then it has these hip hop elements. Um, it's got like a backbeat to it. Yeah, I got the back, but it just dawned on me listening to this. Like if, <laughs> like he has, a, he has a deep Southern twang in his voice. And so if you are from the South, you have a deep Southern drawl and you want to be in a rock band, what do you do? <laughs> because you, you're never going to be able to get away from that, that connotation. It's like, oh, it's like country, like country will always be the, the first uh, 
word in the hyphen to genre. Sure. I think it, in this it, review, yeah. I was a little, I was a little harsh to on him. Um, Cause I just, I don't know. I don't, I appreciate what he's trying to do. And I know like the mixing of music is going to happen. It's just like, you know, different racial people getting together and having babies. It's going to happen. You know, things are going to mix and there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Whether you want to or not, but um, Gary, the country pop mix, the thing that I think that I was probably not digging on about this song is not that it's not a good song. I think it's a pretty decent song. Yeah, but, it is a good song. I, I like the chorus and everything, but yeah, but go the ahead. way the not only the way this vocal sounds, but the way that it's recorded, it almost sounds like it was recorded on a on a on a tablet or something to me. I don't know. It's just like it's just like a very tinny. Yeah, I know you don't like to like be elect, too harsh. Yeah, but. yeah, it's almost like in the type of genre with uh, especially with you know country and and folk even more so when you all of a sudden throw in this electronic drum in the background, it's like whoa, whoa, you're like. You're going like uh, this really natural <laughs> type of genre, and then you're mixing this. Uh, but I'm interested in what uh, Blake has to say because yeah, uh, think, he's Blake? a rapper and very good one at that. And uh, all his tracks are always badass that I've ever heard. So would you rap over this, Dave, uh, Blake, or what? Yeah, talking about the drums, the drums are really jarring to me when the track started. Um, it kind of threw me off timing-wise. Um, and also I thought they were a little bit loud. Um, it started to make more sense kind of when the vocal was in there as well, but it did kind of throw me off right off the bat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the vocal. Uh, I like what he did with it. I like the songwriting and the melodies and everything. I think it came together pretty decent, but yeah, I think the vocal could have been recorded and or mixed a little better. Um, overall i'm listening to tracks i'm producing music all day like i'm working on mixes for my own stuff so like that's that kind of stuff stands out to me yeah all right it could have been mixed a little better but it has elements there which are good like overall i think the average listener is probably going to enjoy the song you know what do you yeah. think of this notion like or maybe as like a, a recommendation like, like I, I think he should go more towards the rock in terms of uh how he's mixing and engineering his music and producing it but that would also include altering his singing style and being more conscious of, of just like those growls, real those deep country growls sound, but that it's just a choice that like, I, I don't know if that would be asking too much of a singer to do that. It's almost like, do you love rock enough to change like the way you sing? And I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think that's like asking too much of somebody or? Well, I wonder how he actually talks. So it'd be like, does he? Uh, yeah, to me, I think it's obvious. I'm sure he has like a deep Southern, you know, speaking voice. So. Yeah. But maybe hey, I'm... everybody, my name's Gary Burke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he could keep on in, in the lane that he's doing. Um, I honestly think live, like live drums, might have honestly sounded better on the track than the drums that were there, or you know, at least work on the production because the production was what threw me off most about the track it i feel like it was just the drums like i said they were kind of jarring to me the way that they settled in and like the pattern and how loud they were so um something could change in the production i don't think much needs to be done in the vocals other than just you know work on the mix of that as well but i think he has a nice voice and pretty good songwriting flair so as we always say can't wait to hear the next song I, no, <laughs> no it's i love your next album yeah. yeah can't wait to hear the next project 
<laughs> no, it's good. So, uh, uh, okay, so Blake, you're coming out with some new music in the near future. Any any idea when that's going to happen? Yes, I have an EP. It's called Escape Velocity. Um, it's produced by a producer from here from Northern Virginia as well, named Anti, who does a lot of. He plays like every freaking instrument. He plays keys. He plays guitar. He um, produces everything. So it's a very bouncy, futuristic, electronic mixed with hip hop kind of sound. Um, and I'm really excited about it. So that'll be dropping May 8th. Um, and I've been dropping some singles. I just dropped a track called Distance, a very chill, like hip hop kind of track that I co-produced um, on Friday. So if you search Blake G Distance, it's uh, some great quarantine music certified. So you know, check that out. <laughs> nice. We have a few more <laughs> singles trickling down the pipeline to keep everyone halfway sane until that EP drops in May. So some of the best it. quarantine music in the country. Yeah, the song's called Distance, you know, so check it out. So uh, what's your <laughs> handle again? Blake G21, what is it? 703. 703. I was going to say 203. Yeah, it's Blake, Blake G703 all over the internet. So cool, man. It's good to see you. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. David, any final words? No, a buddy of mine did a parody of Glycerine by Bush, and he, he called it Quarantine, and he changed all the lyrics. It's that sounds pretty exciting. Funny. Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> That's the most exciting when thing. are you going to do your live stream concert, Dave? Um, I'm working on it, man. Maybe... Uh, <laughs> I don't Maybe know, pull, the, pull the Asian screen back a little bit. Yeah, that's the final show. Is I, I finally show what's going on back there. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> so this has been episode 201. Thanks to Robert Hicks, Hicks Video, H-I-X-V-I-D-E-O on the internet for providing us with this professional live streaming production. If you need the help, uh, get in touch with him. He's really good. And uh, since you're not leaving your house in a while, why not? So uh, thanks for watching this. Thanks to Peter for hanging out with us with Sons of Silver. Hopefully we'll have him back on the show in the near future. And uh, everybody go wash your hands and have a good week. Peace. Peace. Peace.